Hey, you're listening to That Witchy Stuff, and I'm your host, Celeste. Hey, it's been a bit since I got an episode up, Um, and I wanted to say first, thank you to the people who have sent me messages. Um, I got messages on Facebook, Twitter, um, even a couple of messages on Spotify. Uh, So first, you know, thank you for that. I really appreciate that you guys were checking in on me, making sure I'm okay, making sure I'm taking care of myself, and letting me know that you um, are sending me, you know, good energy. I really appreciate that. And it, it helps. It helps way more than, than you would think it does. But, um, but yeah, so I'm here. I'm okay. Uh, there's just been a lot going on. And if I put it all on a scale of good and bad, um, there's been a lot of really good stuff. There's also been a lot of not really good stuff. But when um, when I put them on a scale, they they balance out to you know being pretty good. Um, I've, for example, uh, I've I've gotten a promotion. This was like a year long um, process of me saying uh, I want to do something more, and then finally me saying, find me something more to do, or I'm going to have to find something else. Um, And then, you know, I mean, eventually it happened. Anyway, it was a long process. Um, And believe it or not, that does actually relate to witchcraft. And and I think I'll get into that a little bit. Um, But then my middle kid is, I'm really worried about them. Um, Man, things are, it's hard. It's so hard to be a teenager these days. And then when you add in um, other struggles, it just, it gets so much harder. And I'm worried about them. I, I hope that they will make it through this. I hope that they'll survive it, but I don't know. So I'm just doing what I can there. But on the other hand, my oldest, uh, my oldest son, uh, he's 20. Um, he all of a sudden has grown up and it's the strangest thing. You know, a few years ago, let's see, uh, from about probably, I don't know, his, his teenage years were rough. So from when he was about 13 up until uh, about 2020, and then, uh, so like five years. So when he was 13 to when he was about 18, man, he was a handful, just, you know, opinionated, knew everything, um, aggressive, overly aggressive. Um, but you know, he's a teenage boy and, and that's kind of, uh, not abnormal, you know, but it was rough and I had to get like toe to toe with him more than once and he's bigger than me and well taller I'm uh I'm a little on the um voluptuous side we'll just you know call it that um but yeah he's taller than me and stronger than me I'm sure and I had to go like nose to nose like staring him in the eye like 
I dare you. But <laughs> it's funny, though, because as much as I was worried about him, um, as much as I was worried about him surviving, literally, uh, all of a sudden, he grew up. It was almost overnight. He was this, you know, awkward, angry teenager. And then all of a sudden, he's this incredibly handsome man. And I don't even know what happened. Um, but he's 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 really been helpful. He's working. He hates his job, but uh, he is working and he wants to pay his own way. And, you know, like all of a sudden he understands not just like my struggles as far as like working or whatever, but like how hard it is to be a parent, how hard it is to be a single parent. And um, he wants to help. So that's really cool. Um and my hope is that my middle kid will, one, have a much shorter uh, period of um, – I don't even know the word – a much shorter period that is uh, going to kill me. Um, this year has taken a toll on me. It really has. Things – it's just – it's been so hard for them, and you don't – want to see your kid struggling and then when you compound that with the normal teenage angst and attitude and anger and just general assholery um the year this year is taking a toll on me um and then you know I've got this 14 year old coming up too I'm hoping that the, the 17 year old is going to get stuff figured out in very very short order and I'm trying to get them the appropriate help so that they can. Um, and I hope that, you know, they will also suddenly grow up and realize um, the right way to act like a person. But then there's this 14-year-old. And I'm honestly, I'm worried half sick about it because I just, I don't, I don't know, y'all, I don't know if I can handle it. I don't know if I can go through it again. So basically... The first sign of the 14-year-old, like, I don't know, doing the same teenage jerk stuff, I'm probably just going to lose my shit and just be like, look, I will absolutely go nuclear if you do the same thing. So anyway, yeah. <clears throat> All right. None of that is uh, <laughs> relevant. Um I should say, I really don't have a, a plan for this episode. Um, I just wanted to get something out there. Um, and today, uh, it is uh, actually winter solstice. So I figured we would talk about that. Um, and then maybe a couple other things, because uh, I don't know. All right, so let's take um, a short break, and then um, we'll get into the into uh, the rest of the episode. Now back to the show. Okay, now that we got that over with, let's go ahead and get into the episode. Um, so today in the Northern Hemisphere is winter solstice. I know in the Southern Hemisphere, um, it's uh, summer solstice, and um, I hope that you'll go back to our episode from June 
and listen to it as it applies to you now, and then maybe come back to this one in uh, in six months. Um, we do have uh, quite a few listeners in the Southern Hemisphere, um, but uh, you know it's hard for me to to talk about both at the same time. So I'm just going to keep it focused on winter solstice. Um, all right, so winter solstice. Uh, scientifically, you know what that means is that the Earth um, on its tilt uh, has, the Northern Hemisphere has reached the furthest point away from the sun. Um, that means that uh, it's the, today's the first day of official winter, first of all. Um, the end of fall was yesterday or well, I guess today uh, at like 4.20. And then I think winter solstice starts at like 4.21 or something like that. I don't know, you can look it up. But uh, yeah, so we are now, today will be the longest night of the year, shortest day of the year. So darkest uh, day of the year. And while that may kind of sound like uh, depressing and dark, you know, it's actually the opposite. Um, so once we have achieved that, um, what is the word? Is it epogee? I don't, I wish I would have Googled that before. Once we have reached that point of the furthest tilt away, um, you know, there's that moment of stillness. Um, like if you think about, uh, if you swing a watch or pendulum, if you swing a pendulum on a chain and it swings away as, and it goes all the way down and then it's all the way up away from you, there's a moment between moving up and then coming back down. There's a moment where it's not moving at all. And that's where we are right now. And I think that solstices and equinoxes are perfect times to really take a break for yourself. Evaluate where you are, where you want to go, you know, check in with yourself um, and really see if you're on track with where you want to be. And that can be in all kinds of ways. It could be with your health. It could be with your work. It could be with your, you know, relationships, witchcraft, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's just a good time for you to check in with yourself, check your personal goals for whatever you are working on and say, you know, am I making progress? Do I need to step something up somewhere? Do I need to reevaluate things in general? Um, because in that moment, in that moment of stillness, um, I don't know, it's sort of like, I don't, it's really hard for me to describe what I mean here. And I, I hope you guys get it. I hope that everybody feels this way and that I'm just trying to explain something that is common knowledge, you know, um, is sort of like um, being in the eye of a hurricane, except, you know, without necessarily the destruction, <laughs> you know, there's all this movement around you. And then suddenly you've reached a place where it's still and it's calm and the air's been scrubbed clean and you have a minute to 
to check on things around you, you know, like has there been any damage, you know, is there anything you need to do to fortify your, your protections? Um, actually saying that this would be a really good time of year. You know, any of the solstices or equinoxes would be a really good time of year to check your witchy protections. You know, do you have charms and amulets around your house or that you carry with you or whatever that, that could use like a recharge? I don't know. Actually, I feel like that's a really good idea. You know, like, do you put like black salt on your, at your doorways or, you know, olive oil over your thresholds and windows and things like that, whatever. This would be a good time of year to, to redo those. Um, so yeah, the other thing about solstice is, uh, it's a holiday. Um, you know, pretty much every, uh, religion has, um, has some sort of celebration at, at or around winter solstice. Christianity obviously is Christmas um, with uh, December 25th. Um, Hanukkah is right around now. I'm sure that there's something Muslim, something Hindu. I don't remember what they are though, and I apologize for that. Um, but yeah, basically throughout time, people have understood that this is a moment of, of big change. You know, we don't have big, big celebrations like at the summer solstice. Um, I mean, we do, but as far as like culturally, globally, winter solstice is important and it always has been. People have always known that this is a magical time of year. I mean, if you, even if you think about like Christmas, um, I mean, we know that uh, Christianity borrowed a lot from pagans for Christmas. So we know there's a lot of pagan um, aspects to it already. But, you know, it's not just that. Like, if you think about the typical, like, commercialized Christmas, at least in America, um, it's all about the magic of the season, right? Like, there's a magic man who comes down from the North Pole on his magic sleigh with magic reindeers and magically enters your house to leave you presents, if you're good. Um, so yeah, my point is that even um, even Christianity, like it focuses on the magic. It's not supposed to, uh, but even if you're talking about like Jesus's birth and all that stuff, you know, there was magic involved in that too. Um, the the star you know i mean maybe i guess for christianity you'd you'd say a miracle you'd call it miracles not magic but aren't those really the same thing i, mean, I think they are so yeah anyway um this is a magical time of year and you can really tap into that if you want to um one of the things that when I was first becoming a witch, actually, when I first realized I was a witch, it was like in, um, was it in December or January? I don't remember, but maybe it was in November. I don't remember. And it doesn't matter. I do remember my first Christmas after becoming a witch, officially becoming a witch um, and thinking like, wait, I can still have a tree, right? And yes, yes, you can, because as a witch, you can do anything you want. And um, there are no rules. You can celebrate 
whatever you want in whatever way you want. But uh, Christmas trees, actually, you probably already know this, Christmas trees actually um, are pagan, including the lights on the trees. Um, they started off as um, Norse, Celtic. I don't remember. One of those, you know, upper UK area kind of things. Um, or maybe it was Germany. You know what? I don't remember. And you can Google it just as well as I could. So I'm going to let it go. Um, but they they are they are originally pagan. Um, lots of the themes of Christmas are pagan. So if you start looking into how can I celebrate or how can I decorate for Christmas as a witch, uh, a lot of the stuff is going to be exactly what you would have done um, before. Uh, so that's <laughs> annoyingly um, appropriate, you know, considering all the all the facts. Um, but if you do want to do things that are particularly witchy for your decorations at Christmas, you might want to consider th things like um, natural elements. So maybe you uh, make pentacles or pentagrams, either one. Um, you know, a pentacle is a star with a circle around it. A pentagram is just a star. So you can make those with sticks, um, sticks and twine. And, you know, you can also cheat with hot glue. I don't think um, that's going to lessen anything. You can anoint those types of things with various oils and herbs and incenses if you want. You can um, incorporate things like the, do you know the, the triangles um, that represent the elements? So, uh there's four triangles, um, two point up, one has a line across it, and then two point down and one has a line across it. Um, I know what, what they are and all of a sudden I can't remember which is what. It doesn't matter because again, we all can Google. Um, so, but you can incorporate those, um, very, those aspects very easily into decorating a tree or whatever. Personally, I like to, I've always preferred a star over an angel. Um, and now as a witch, even more, I prefer a star over an angel. Um, but, you know, again, like it's so uh, obviously witchy that it uh, almost doesn't feel like it. Um, another thing you can do is uh, you can dry slices of um, oranges and apples and things like that. If you have a, uh, a dehydrator, it works the best. Um, an air fryer will do it too. Or you can even just put them in the oven on like 200 or 250 degrees or something like that. Um, it takes a long time, but well, I mean, a long time as in a couple of days. Um, but they're really nice. You can hang them with a ribbon and they make a really pretty decoration. Um, you might also do a Yule log. And there's a lot of um, tradition in the way Yule logs are done. Um, Yule these days kind of uh, relates very closely with Wicca. Um, like it, it, it is one of the Sabbaths, one of the one of the holidays on the Wheel of the Year. But it was also a holiday before Wicca. Um, so, you know, you might look up um, things to do with a Yule log, but just remember that most of the stuff you find is going to refer to Wicca, but that Wicca has borrowed that from previous traditions and previous um, 
uh, practices, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess that's all I really have to say about solstice and Christmas and things like that. So, um, I wanted to mention that we are coming up, we're about a week away from our one year anniversary. So thank you guys for being a part of my life over this past year and for, um, you know, really just showing up in such an unexpected way. Um, we, we still have the, uh, the uh, giveaway going on. Um, but you know, when you are not putting out episodes, it's kind of hard to get more listens. So that's, uh, my bad, but you know, also though, uh, there, no one is, well, I think there's been like two people who have shared, um, the link, um, or the, the hashtag or whatever. So I really want to, to give the, um, the tarot, uh, set to someone. I would really like it if y'all, I mean, you do automatically get an entry if you're part of the Facebook group or you follow me on Twitter, but I would really like it if, if there was a little bit more participation on the sharing part, if you can. I understand that a lot of us aren't openly witches. Um, on my real Facebook page, I'm not openly a witch, specifically, specifically because of um, uh, work people that I have on there. Most of them wouldn't care. One of them may, and she is in charge of um, my salary and uh, career path. So yeah. Anyway, I know that we can't all share, but I would really appreciate it if if you can, if you do share it. I'd, I'd like that. Um, we're at, uh, I looked at it yesterday, I think 13,500-ish. Um, so not that much longer, not that much further to go before we hit 15,000. And that's when I, I will pick a winner. You can look on the Facebook group or Twitter to see what all the rules are um, or listen to, it, uh, you know, uh, the last couple of episodes. I go into it in detail ad nauseum. So anyway, um, yeah, you know, this started as just a, a way to say I have things to say and I want to put them out there. And a lot of it had to do with the Wicca group, Wiccan group that I was in. Um, more of it had to do with the um, leader of that group. I don't, you know, I don't even want to call him the high priest anymore because I just don't feel like he is deserving of that title, honestly. Um, but yeah, uh, it started off because we kept butting heads about things he and I did not in, not in group. We were best friends and in our private conversations, we kept butting heads about things. And I just wanted to be able to say what I was feeling about witchcraft, you know, say like what my beliefs are about witchcraft without having to constantly um, debate it. And it wasn't like a healthy debate, you know, I mean, like, I, I love a good healthy debate, challenge my opinions, please um, make me think, 
but I don't like it when it comes to a point where it's like, you're right and I'm wrong. And um, that's just how it is. Or even one of those like dismissive, well, that's your opinion. We're all entitled to our opinions. You know, like, I don't like it. So that was why I started the podcast. Um, I wanted to express my opinions about witchcraft. And I felt like there were people who would um, have the same kind of opinions. You know, a lot of times people consider witchcraft a religion. And in my opinion, it's not. It's, It's a practice. Wicca is a religion. But I just don't view witchcraft in any kind of religious way whatsoever. Um, The closest it comes to even spirituality for me is the fact that, you know, I think about the universe and I don't even always incorporate that kind of stuff into what I'm doing. So, so yeah, our first year anniversary, uh, 29th, December 29th was when I put out the first episode. Um, Sorry, my throat is dry and I really need to cough. Okay. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of funny how much has changed over this past year. Um, all the way from like just starting the podcast and, and reaching the level of, of listeners that we have, that's pretty cool. Um, but also, you know, I mean, just me as a person, you know, when I think back to who I was at this time last year, I've grown a lot over the past year. And growth isn't always comfortable. You know, a lot of times growth hurts. Um, And usually that's because when something is uncomfortable, you know that you need to do something to make it less uncomfortable. And that's where you grow. Um, I think I've done a lot of learning to trust my instincts a lot more over the past year Um, and learning that, you know, I don't have to make room for people in my life, you know, my personal life that really aren't exactly who I want to be there. And I'm not even talking about like you know, my former best friend. I mean, like there's been other situations where I found myself in a group and I mean, these people were fine. There was nothing wrong with them, but they just didn't quite make me be myself. You know, I felt like I was being someone else when I was around them and my instincts were telling me that it wasn't a... It wasn't right. And then eventually things happened where um, I was able to remove myself from the situation. Um, And it wasn't like bad or negative or anything. It just, you know, it just, it made me learn. I really need to trust myself. And then there were other things too. Some of the stuff with my middle kid, you know, like um, I've learned that my instincts are telling me a lot about them and that it's better if I listen to my instinct and confront things when they need to be confronted. Um, so yeah. Um, 
I've grown a lot this year. And then, you know, like this whole promotion thing, that was one of the things that I was going to mention. You know, sometimes when we are doing magic, um, you have to trust that the magic is going to work. Otherwise it won't, it won't work. Like we know that we've established that. Right. But it's not always easy to see when, you know, like the outcome of your magic. So I wanted to share a couple of things with you guys um, that are, you know, real genuine outcomes. Um, you know, I, I talked about the, the cord cutting ritual that I did um, last October, like last year, October. Uh, so I did that cord cutting and I really felt um, a lot of when I did it, I felt a release, you know, like I felt like this is finally over. Um, but then, you know, like it's easy for it to be over if the temptation is not put in front of my face. Like it's easy from, it always has been easy for me to say with that guy. Yeah. I don't want that guy. I don't want that guy to ever contact me again, but then he would. And I would find myself right back in the same cycle. But when I did the cord cutting, part of it was for him to not contact me again, because I didn't want to find myself into that same cycle. And it worked for a long time. He, did, he didn't contact me for a really long time. And then I think in November, maybe, he started trying to get in touch again. Um, he had messaged me and I just blocked him there and then he texted me and I just ignored it whatever and then he started commenting on a couple of public Facebook pro posts on my on my real profile he started commenting on those and uh and I just ignored them like I didn't even bother to delete them because I didn't want him to be like oh she saw it she deleted it I'm I'm affecting her <laughs> so I just I just ignored it. And then he was like texting me again. And he's like, I'm in your, I'm in Atlanta. I'm in your town. I'm on your street. I'm about to pull up. And honestly, I was, I was at the window waiting because I was really going to lose my shit if he did, but he did not. He was lying, which is <laughs> so typical, <laughs> so typical. But anyway, then I thought maybe that would be the end of it. And it was not, he started blowing up my phone another day. Um, and finally I, I responded and I'm like, look, I'm sorry. He, he, had, he said he had, you know, lost his dad or whatever over the past year and a half or two years, whatever it had been, he had lost his dad. So I told him, you know, I was, you know, sorry about that. He told me he had gotten a job, a di different job, a better job. And so I told him, you know, I'm sorry about your dad. Um, congratulations about your new job. You know, I, wish you all the best, but I am not going to be there. I'm not going to be a part of your life. I'm done with this. And it was so easy for me to say that. And it's, that's never happened before. So I felt like that was a real, genuine, legitimate, like, like proof of the magic. Um, and I mean, I am still dating that one guy that I've been dating this year and things are really good with him. And I, I definitely don't want to ruin that, but like I've been dating other guys when this guy would, would get back in touch and I would just drop them like a hot potato, even though I didn't mean to, even though I had no intentions of doing that, 
I would start talking to him again. And then the next thing you know, I'm not interested in them. I'm only interested in him. And then as soon as I'm interested in him again, then he's gone again after I've already like ended whatever relationship. Now, with that being said, those relationships needed to be ended in the first place. But that's not even the point that I'm making. The point that I'm making is that just because I'm still dating this guy, and I really like this guy, just because I'm still dating this guy, uh, it doesn't, it didn't have any bearing on the fact that I didn't want to talk to the old guy. You know, I mean, like, I didn't even think about the new guy. It wasn't even a matter of like, oh, well, you know, I'd really like to keep this new guy. I'm not going to talk to him. Like, I had no desire to talk to him. And that was such a different reaction than I've ever had. So I strongly feel like the the cord cutting spell is what did it. Um, and then one of the other things that uh, were just like real validation to me. Um, so I told you that uh, this promotion that I got, it's been like a year long process. Um, basically, I wanted them to create a role for me that doesn't exist, where I would be able to do only the things that I like to do, or at least more of the things that I like to do and less of the things I don't like to do. Um, and the role didn't exist, like the option was not there. So finally, uh, you know, after many, many conversations with my boss and her boss, who used to be my boss before, um, I'm really close to, to him and I'm close to her. So after um, lots of conversations with both of them, them and many, many, many tarot readings, um, I did, I did a spell, but it was like really low key. Like it wasn't, um, you know, casting a circle of any sort or anything like that. No ingredients, no, no, Ugh, the garbage truck is outside. I hope y'all can't hear that. Um, it's so loud. It's so distracting. There were no, like, it wasn't one of those spells where it was like a sit down spell. It was one of those things where actually I put it on the Facebook group. I was in the shower and I was planning to do like a whole real spell and I was thinking through it in my head. And then uh, when I got out of the shower, I realized I had actually done the magic in the shower. Um, so that's fun. You know, it's cool that you can do that, but it is a little annoying too, because it doesn't feel like you really did anything. But then, uh, I had a conversation with, um, with, uh, my boss and her boss and his boss. And remember, I'm close to my boss and her boss, his boss, not so much. Um, but I had a conversation and I was like, okay, you know, I'm coming to you telling you I will not be here if, if something doesn't change, you know? Um, and then I knew that there would be like, that conversation wasn't going to be the, 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 determining conversation you know like she would have to have conversations with other people and so on and so forth so I kept just kind of uh 
putting, um, sort of feeding energy into it as I felt like it was needed, you know, because my boss was giving me updates the whole time. Um, so I kept just kind of a feeding energy into it when I felt like I needed to. And then it all has happened. Um, and then I was having a conversation with my boss and she said, uh, she actually mentioned the witchcraft and she's like, you are, you must be an amazing witch because you literally made all this happen. And it would not like, it's, it wasn't supposed to happen. Like we had been told that this would not happen and, you know, to get over it basically, but you made it happen. And, and if that's what being a witch is, maybe I need to be a witch too, or something like that. She's really funny. I love her to death. Um, but I don't, you know, like, it really was validating. I mean, obviously I've put in all the hard work at, you know, like real life, you know, job work. I've put in all the hard work there. I certainly deserve to have the promotion, but the problem was that what I wanted didn't exist. Um, so I had to put energy into these other people outside of my my you know circle of contact like these weren't people that I was going to saying like hey I really want this it was other people um so yeah and you know I mean I couldn't have done it without my boss and her boss and his boss going to people and like vouching for me and saying like this is actually it will be to our advantage to do this than to lose lose her in um, all together. Um, God, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to say that while I did put in all of the, the work, um, like mundanely, I also put magic into it and feel like that magic really, um, changed the outcome of things. And that's pretty cool. You know, it's one thing to, to do magic where you're changing the outcome of what you're doing, you know, like the cord cutting, I was only changing the outcome of what I was doing there. Um, the part about him not contacting me, it lasted, but it didn't last forever. Um, but then when you're doing magic that affects people or things outside of yourself, that's really validating. Is really cool to say like, I don't, I don't think that this would have happened before. I mean, honestly, this is something I've been pushing for for a couple of years now, more than a couple of years, um, like before COVID. <laughs> um, but I hadn't applied magic to it until this year. Um, so yeah, you know, I think there's a whole thing about listening to the universe. And, you know, whether the universe is telling you, you had an impact on these things that were outside of yourself, or the universe is telling you, you can have an impact on these things, you know, like, I feel like uh, at some point I was listening to the universe, consulting with the universe, if I would really want to, I feel like that's so wrong to say, like, 
I don't know. I feel weird about it. Anyway, I was asking the universe, can I have a change on these things? And the universe was saying yes. Um, so I think there's a lot to be said for listening to the universe. And we, there's even an episode about it. Um, from several months ago I don't remember when but there's an episode about about listening to the universe um and sometimes you know like okay for example I keep seeing things about the Faroe Islands and if you don't know the Faroe Islands um it's a small island country kind of um near uh Denmark sort of um I think it's the Northern Atlantic. It, I don't think it's in the North Sea, um, but it's a beautiful, beautiful little country. Um, they have their own language and their own um, like music. Actually, one of the ways that the Faroe Islands kept coming up uh, is in music. Um, I kept getting uh, things that would show up on my playlist um, that are in Faroese. So I don't know what I'm saying is just that I don't know if the universe is telling me that I need to go to the Faroe Islands. Um, I certainly would love to do that, but I don't know if the universe is telling me that, or if it's just saying like, here's um, another thing that you're noticing that uh, is being put in front of you to confirm that you're on the right path. Um you know, like when you, when there are synchronicities, a lot of times what it means just is that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Like you are not necessarily, I don't mean doing what you're supposed to be doing as in you're following a path that has been predetermined for you. Cause I don't really believe in that, but I do believe that like every move and decision that we make, you know, sort of like plucks a cord it makes a note and we can make a move or make a decision that is discordant. You know, like it, it doesn't sound good with, with that note plucked. Um, or we can, we can pluck something. We can make a move that makes a harmonizing sound. Um, and that is an indication that the move you're making is, is good like it's going to work out well um and i think that that's what synchronicities are they're like plucking harmonizing chords um that like it's just a way to tell you yes this works well with what you're doing this works well with the path that you've established for yourself right now um and the same note that might have been discordant if I move through various notes, I'm not very musical. I love music, but I don't really know how to play music. But if you move through various notes, you can get to the one that was discordant, but is now harmonizing. Um, gosh, I feel like that all just fell apart. Hopefully you guys know what I mean. Sometimes a, a choice or move is is bad when it's not at the right time. But if you do things between here and there, then it makes it a good choice. So that's that's all I'm saying. 
Yeah, this has been a very rambly episode. I don't even know how long I've been talking. I feel like I've been talking for like five hours. Um, yeah, I, you know, I think that's all I've got. I I did come across something uh, actually right before this episode. Um, I came across something that could be interesting to put into practice as a witch. Um, it was actually on like a team building thing. Um, I'm recording this on Zoom and then and then I move it from Zoom to to um, Anchor and then, you know, upload it from there. But um, there's like a whiteboard thing that I'd never noticed before. And I was looking at it and it's got all these different, you know, types of templates. And um, I went to the team building one basically just to laugh at it because they're always so stupid. <laughs> But I came across one that uh, I don't think I would want to use with a team, but could really be helpful with witchcraft. Um, it was called Rosebud Thorn. So you list something good that happened. That's Rose. And then you list something that you're looking forward to. That's the bud. And then the thorn is something that you're worried about um, or, you know, upset about. So if you're a journaler or um, something like that, you know, if you are um, inclined to list things out, this could be a really good way to do some shadow work. You know, what are you, what are you grateful for? Um, what are you working towards? And what are you, uh, what gives you any kind of negative emotion? Um, you know, I feel like that's not just, working on your shadow work, but it's also working on your gratitude and your, your goals. Um, and then, you know, not just list them out, but at some point give some thought to why you feel the way you feel about whatever certain thing. Um, so yeah. <clears throat> uh, so I'm sorry, I need to cough again. Okay, sorry about that. Hope I'm not getting sick. I think this is just the weather's changing here. Um, so I think that's all it is. But anyway, um, you know, last year on January 1st, I had COVID. Like I came down with COVID on January 1st. Maybe that's why this year has been so difficult. Um, it's not, but we could say it is. Um, so yeah, uh, anyway, happy holidays. I really, I love you guys. I hope that you are able to take um, some time to take care of yourself and maybe give yourself a reminder that sometimes, sometimes giving your best is good enough. Even if sometimes what that means is that it's not very much. Um, it really wasn't a very elegant way of, of saying what, what I mean, but what I mean is like, if you're giving your best, even if it's not very much, it is good enough. And remember that and give yourself the gift of loving yourself this holiday season, you know, love yourself enough to forgive yourself, love yourself enough to, to speak to yourself as if you're your best friend, you know, change some thinking patterns 
because you know we get we can get caught in a trap and it can be difficult to get out of and I speak from experience um so yeah love yourself this holiday season and really if you're thinking about gifts that you can give other people the people who love you the best gift you can give to them is loving yourself so yeah right happy holidays i will (laughs) uh get another episode out at some point but i'm not making any promises about when that might be because clearly i suck at that okay bye witches